So I saw 10.30 a.m. 7 forward slash 8. Uh-huh. And in my mind, I was like 7.30, 8.30 central. Uh, so I didn't realize 10.30 a.m. 7, 8. Yeah, so that's totally my fault. Can you do 10.30 a.m. on the 7th? On the 8th. On the 8th. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here with my dear, dear friend, the whip to my lash, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you doing? Andrew, I do good this evening. Do you know in, in Mother Russia, car drive you. That accent was only modestly suspicious. I'm so happy about it. <laughs> so usually, I, usually, usually I'm much better at the Russian accent, It's but I'm a little tired. But I have no excuse. You are three hours ahead of me. You've been flying all over the world. You went to Florida. Then you came back to New York. Then you went to New Jersey. But you remembered to pack your microphone. Oh. 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 Well, sorry, everybody. Andrew forgot his mic again. So now we must deal with the tinniness of – the zoom mic, but whatever we, uh, Andrew, I'm good. Good. That's the long, the longest way I could have possibly actually not, not could have possibly said that, but you know, I, I said it a real long, a real long way, but it was, it was good, but I appreciated it. And you needed to get the truth of my tinniness, but I I think it's great because you know, where there's iron, there's tin. So, (laughs) That is very true. Yeah, and I think that, that goes story. right along with the movie we're talking about tonight. Uh, do you want to introduce the film to the people? I would like to say that this evening we continue our journey through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the way that makes the most sense. To, to CJ. <laughs> it's the LaRorder. Uh, no, it's going to make sense to everybody. And if you have an issue, I strongly suggest you bring it, bring it in the comments. Uh, tonight today whatever time of day it is where you are we are discussing the sequel to iron man iron man duh duh yeah more yeah some people think iron man duh but we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it because i still i still don't know if i like this movie a lot or if i love this movie i don't i can't tell like i still this is the 15th time i've seen it and i'm still a little like do I like it? Do I love it? Do I want some more of it? I don't know. We're going to find out, though. Okay. Let's work it out together. Let's dive in. I'll, I'll start in response to your last comment. Uh, this is my second time watching this movie, and I have a very clear understanding now that I've watched it a second time that I do not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do you're, not like this movie. You're not on the fence. You have no uh, quips, I, whips, anything. You, you don't like it. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate follow-up. Now, okay, so let's talk about that right off the bat. Is it an unfortunate follow-up? Yes. Is it not as good as the first one? Duh. But is it a bad movie? Or do you just not like it because of what came before? I'll tell you this. Those are two different answers. I'm happy you asked me that because you're you're forcing me to use my words, right? And so here's the thing. I do not think it is a bad movie as far as cinematography, as far as acting, as far as pacing, as far as scoring, as far as overall direction. I do not think it is a bad movie. And because all of those things are successes, I cannot take all of those quantities, those known quantities that are tangible to me and say this is a bad movie. You feel me? I do, completely. Um, My feelings about this movie are also not tied to my feelings about the first movie. And I'll say that. While it is a lousy follow-up and that's disappointing, my overall beef with the movie is truly, and this will come up in the ephemeral questions, but fuck it, let's say it. Um, (laughs) There's just not enough story to warrant this runtime. Wow, I can't believe this. This might be this might be a very this might be our most 
um, head-to-head episode. There's too much story in this movie. Oh, for real? I, this I could have solved all of this in 20 minutes. <laughs> like this oh was a very God. this was a very easy plot. Wow, no, I, there's there's 17 plots happening. There's too many plots. That's my biggest issue with it. Is oh, there's so hilarious. much happening? There's so many people. There's so many storylines going on. And you're saying there's like not enough to to warrant a two hour movie? Oh, wow. nothing, nothing, nothing. It, this movie neither gets there nor gets me there. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. let's. Okay, so there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about here. All right, so let's start. Let's start with the beginning. Yeah. So you were talking about the cinematography, the acting, the the. the it's lovely. Scoring, it's lovely. It's a good team. All the things that make up a good movie, mm-hmm. right? And you think that this thing has it, except the script. Okay, so but but you're okay. So you're saying that it's this movie is less than the sum of its parts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much okay. happening, so much effort put into it, and all of your central conflicts get sorted out with a very very lackluster solution. Do you think they get sorted out with a lackluster solution, or is it lackluster in execution? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, all of all Good, of your, I thought I was disagreeing with you, and you're like affirmative. Yeah, all, all of your major plot points in this movie get sorted out quite easily with an uninteresting device. For me, there's like 13 storylines happening. I've taken it down from 17 to 13, which may resemble our listenership when this is all said and done. <laughs> but there's Anton. Yeah. Right, very interesting story. Anton's dad worked with Howard Stark, strong son. and they they uh, uh, developed the arc reactor together, and and Howard stole it, so they feel like they've been robbed. There's Justin Hammer, who is clearly like involved with the government somehow, and and he, you know Gary Shandling's character, Senator Stern, who we find out later is a Hydra agent. Uh, so clearly, they have something going on, and they're corrupt. The love story with Pepper is continuing. Okay, like we're 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 full. Like Tony does very little womanizing in the movie, very little flirting. There is like the weird scene with Natasha, which is so weird and out of place. And I'm like, I hate it. I want it out. Uh, we've got Rhodey, right? The development of Rhodey. A quick sidebar: the the introduction of Don Cheadle as Rhodey. It's is one of the best cinematic. parts of the movie. It's cinematic gold. I'm it's here. me. Deal with it. It's me. Deal with it. Let's move on. Uh, but you've got his story and his conflict with Tony. And then we've got the daddy issues, right? Oh, and then we've got Natasha Romanoff. So we're going to introduce an MCU character. Oh, wait, wait. And then we have S.H.I.E.L.D. who's here. Oh, wait, Howard Stark was a part of it. It's like my my fucking head is spinning. There's so much happening. There's way too much going on. This is like Iron Man 2, two and a half, and two and three quarters. I feel that. I feel that. Right? Yeah. And it, I just feel like... Favreau, unfortunately, was sad. I think this is like Kevin Feige saying, okay, guys, listen. All right, so Iron Man worked, okay? Uh, we teamed with Universal on the Hulk, which we're going to get to. And I'll, if you want me to later, I can explain why Hulk is not here, like why Hulk comes after Iron Man 2. But he's like, okay, we teamed with Universal, and like that movie kind of sucked, but like we're off and running. So now we have to just like shove as much into this as we can. It's it's like me on a Saturday night when Lena's, you know, staying in Connecticut. Like I just have to shove as many fucking Reese's pieces into my mouth be- I can before she gets home. <laughs> right. And that this movie is like double, triple, quadruple stuffed with stuff. Yeah. And I, I agree with you in a sense that like by the time we get to the end, it's like, oh my God, you guys, like we just have to flick these fucking <laughs> plots off the table, you know? And it's like Hammer sort of just like gets pushed to the side. No, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, no, right? Hammer gets pushed to the side. Fucking Anton, it's a nice callback how they beat him. But like thanks for like taking your helmet off there at the end so that we can beat you. Um, yeah, no, it's, this is way, 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 way too much happening for me. So see, and now, and now here's, here's the way I took it in. This is so fascinating that you took it in like that because I was just like, okay, I thought – I thought all of those things were in service of a, of a very thin plot. I was just like, I saw all of those side threads as like supporting evidence. So I was like, okay, so you need me to understand Ivan's relationship to Tony and that whole situation. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So very, very strong start with that, with him building his own arc reactor and making the whips and, and watching Tony on TV and his father dying and that whole situation. Really, really captivating start. And we have that. 
and then we have Iron Man at the expo, right? So we're seeing one man's journey and another man's journey. Very, very cool. Iron Man at the expo, he does the whole thing. He gets served. There's the trial sequence. We meet all these trial people. Rhodey's entrance. It's all good, right? I'm like, oh, cool. I'm here for the exposition. I'm here for the exposition. And then we start with the whole, oh, the suit is killing you plot thread. The suit is, the suit is killing me, yeah. The suit is killing you. And so I'm like, oh, so this is what the movie's about. And then we find out that then there's the whiplash scene. He turns the company over to Pepper. Whiplash attacks the shit out of him. They have the whole thing. And then uh, it's like, oh, it's not just that the suit is killing me. It's that my dad stole the arc reactor, you know, and they deported his dad. and, And there's this whole thing. And so we're like kind of living in that moment about those two plot threads Right? And then out of nowhere, he fucking disassembles a ping pong table with Epcot on it, and he figures out the secret he needs to save his life, upgrades his suit. Like, he's like, oh, I figured it out. Like, yeah. No, the, know, element, the element thing is crazy. Now, it was originally, I think, supposed to be vibranium mm. that, that he sort of discovered there in the, in the 70s, um, but they later retconned that when they needed him to make Cap Shield. Yeah, and using using Cap's shield as a as something to like lift it up, like yeah, as a shiv, as a yeah. shiv, as a shank, as a wedge, a, a wedge. wedge. Yeah, yeah so, there's a sh word for that, but I can't think of what it is. So shimmy, shim, 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 shim. So yeah, so then so that's sorted. That's great. That's sorted. Cool. Yep, we got yeah. it. Yeah, and so there's a couple of scenes with Nick Fury. We learn about Natasha. Then there's the whole Hammer thing. The fact that Justin Hammer doesn't know he's being double-crossed shocks me. The fact that he puts all of these drones... This man is essentially a a war profiteer. Do you know what I mean? He creates weapons of war. And he prepared this whole Tony Stark-style expo without seeing a demo of the materials. Yeah, no, that's silly. It's, it's really silly because he's not that big of a boob. Uh, he's supposed to be kind of a comic relief and um, I forget the actor's name, but he's so good. He's so funny. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, so underrated, really talented. You know, and then so we find out that, oh, he's been bankrolling Ivan. So we're joining our three threads together. Great. So like, well, what happens? Pepper calls the police. <laughs> Justin yeah, Hammers, they just come in yeah, and, and take and, him. And Hammer's and that of, easy. And Hammer's out of the movie. And he's gone. Yeah. And then so War Machine and Iron Man knock out all the drones. Yep. And then they're like, wait, remember when we had that fight that was basically to create trailer material? Right. Uh, uh, You know, and we like splushed our hands together. Let's just do that. Splushed. Because we have to work together. And I was just like. That's teamwork. Yep. That's the legacy. Yeah. Okay. And so then. He's dead. But then, wait, one last big explosion. The drones are going to explode. Yeah. And so then he flies and swoops and saves Pepper. Right. And, and then. No, and then. He kisses. Oh, thank you. I love that movie. And, and then he kisses Pepper. On the roof. On the roof. Because he left her on the roof. Cool callback. Who cares? Nice callback. Yep. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. And then I'm just like, great. Like, that's. You trim all that fat out, and it's the pilot of Iron Man the series on Disney Plus. <laughs> that movie is she is the lacklusteriest of sequels, and it's just like there's so many things, 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 but nothing really adds up. There's not a ton of story. There's just details. There's so much story, but there's too much story that you can't you can't have enough there's not enough room for details. Why is Clark Gregg so in this damn movie? Story. Why is Clark Gregg in this movie? For the so post credit scene. So that he can introduce Thor. That's what I'm telling you is like this was this was the movie where they were like, "Hey guys, listen. We just need this is like this is like the 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 mining town." Right? Like we don't actually need a town here, but like we need a town here. Right? Because when you have a mine, you like those people that are working the mine need a place to live. That's what Iron Man 2 is. It's it's we got to like pump up the volume a little bit on the MCU. And that's all it is. Like and they just put so much stuff in there that they couldn't develop it. Right? Whiplash like, like, doesn't is, do like, anything. What's that? 
Whiplash doesn't do anything. No, and it's it it's it's not lost on me that he's actually an amalgamation of two comic book characters. Like, right? Like Anton, is it Vanko? 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 Whatever Ivan, his name is. Ivan Vanko. Ivan Vank Vanko. I keep I keep saying Anton. Yeah. Oh, Anton his was his dad. Name. Yeah, Anton. His dad. Vanko's okay, good. Father. Good, good, good. Uh and then there was Whiplash. And they were two different characters in the comics. So in this one, they were like, hey, like, let's just like mush it together. Um, Stupid. But let's talk about Whiplash for a moment. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is great. Mickey Rourke, Mickey is, Rourke so is great. great. He's so great. He, his, the bird and the gold teeth were both his ideas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He did that at his own, of his own volition. He was like, I think he should have gold teeth. I think he should have a bird. I love the bird. I get worried about the bird when the two beefy security guards grab him and put him when in the bag. When they put him in the bag, yeah, yeah. I'm upset about that too. My, yeah, I get worried about the bird. Where? The, but the bird? Why is the bird in the movie? Why is Natasha Romanov in the movie? She does not need to be in this movie. She doesn't need to be in the movie. That's not a mission you put her on. Nope. She doesn't need to be there. She is Black Widow. She's like maybe your number one assassin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's your number one agent next she to Coulson. She doesn't she evaluate doesn't babysit, candidates. She doesn't babysit Tony Stark. Yeah. Why is yeah. she there? It's so weird. There? Her hair looks amazing. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Her hair looks incredible. This is, this, is like, this is like prime ScarJo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, she doesn't need to be in this movie. I no. like Pepper being the CEO. I like that plot thread. I'm saying, man, you can like break this thing down. If you had like, give me, give me Ivan and give me Pepper or give me uh, War Machine and give me Howard Stark. But the four of those things all together plus S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, it's too much. It's way too much. And I really thought that the Vanko storyline was going to turn out to be more than it was. Again, it got sorted out pretty quickly. Oh, well, that's why he's doing this. Oh, so character motivation. That's there's no that's big it. payoff to that technology. Nope. Nope. And how interesting how interesting would it have been to like have some flashbacks with John Slattery and Anton? Literally anything would have been more interesting than what I just watched. Like <laughs> literally anything. It was I was just so surprised. And then I, I feel like they let Mickey Rourke have a little too much latitude. Sure. With what was happening. Would you want to tell him no? No, but I mean, it is a director's job. Yeah, but again, this is like we've got Feige here in here, like yeah. pushing things around. I mean, this this drove Favreau to be like, I'm not directing anymore in these in this in this universe. He did say that. Yeah, like I'm just going to be happy. He said it was too much interference. Literally. He did not. <laughs> yeah. He did not like how involved the studio had gotten. Yeah, no, it really yucked, yucked his yum. They absolutely yucked his yum. Um, but we do, we do see a lot of Favreau in this movie, particularly when Justin Hammer enters and he's, uh, is it average white band? Is that who sings pick up the pieces? Anyway, that's from swingers. That song very famous Mm -hmm. in swingers, you know, the that's totally a Favreau moment. He was like, Sam Rockwell, you dance in all your movies. This is where you're going to dance in mine. I just love that they cut to Pepper's reaction. She's like, What's he doing? <laughs> She's yeah. great in this movie. Oh, I was just going to say, man, Gwyneth Paltrow gets an A plus. Uh, and I've never, is there anything, did she ever do anything bad? Did she ever, was she ever bad anything? I don't know, but she's terrific as Pepper, man. Yeah, she's really good. And their dynamic is really, really fun. Also, oh. shout, shout out to uh, RDJ's body in this movie. Yeah, no, I mean, shout out to RDJ's body in the MCU. Like, yeah, but I like. figured it out. This, But he like. He really got next level physically with this movie. He stayed there for the rest of it, but yeah, no, he's he's fantastic, and 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 he's one of the reasons that I think I do like this movie. Yeah, he's incredible. You know, I didn't realize until I rewatched so it. Uh, the the clips every time they do uh, a retrospective in Avengers retrospective, the flying clips of Iron Man flying are from this movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I didn't realize I love, that. I, I love like, the I love him jumping out of the plane in the beginning. Like you think that, like this is the thing, man. There's so much. There is a lot of good in this movie. Him jumping out of the plane in the beginning, getting hit with the fireworks. You think he's in a war zone, right? But he's flying into the Stark Expo. 
Yeah. Um, him like him, him figuring out things in this film, like right. The lasers when he's like, he destroys his house. So like later he like lasers uh, all of the drones. Yeah. You know, um, the, 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 this, this, this storyline of him getting drunk and upset, you know, the demon in a bottle from the comics, you know, I think it's nice, especially back in the beginning of the MCU when we weren't like totally Disney-fied, you know, we weren't afraid to like show our characters in real life vulnerable adult situations. Um, you know, and this really did lay a lot of the groundwork for stuff that paid off big time later in the MCU, uh, him peeing in the suit and having a filtration system. That's how him and Nebula survived in yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, if you make God bleed, he makes Thanos bleed. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so there's there's a lot of lot of good that comes out of this thing. Um, but it does set up a ton of threads that pay off later. Right down yeah. to the little boy that he saves. Peter they pay Parker. that off later too. Yeah. Peter Parker. Um, you know, we've got uh, we've got some really great cameos, Seth Green, uh, 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 Stan Lee as Larry King, or is he just Stan Lee himself? We don't know. It's himself in the credits, but like clearly he's supposed he's to supposed be. He's supposed to be Larry King, but the announcer says Larry King too. Larry King? Yeah, but he's his, himself in the credits. Yeah. Very strange. It's weird. Uh, that DJ in the party who ended up passing away, great cameo. Can't yeah. remember his name. I always want to say Wes Anderson, but that's not it. No, but yeah, no, that was, and he was big. He was so famous. Yeah, so famous. Um, but no, I, I think that there is a great deal to like, and this, I just think there's too much story. And it's fascinating that you think, we, you would say there's not enough. I, n- not enough substance. Oh, certainly substance. Yeah, there's, because there's again. Stuff. There's stuff. There's stuff. There's too much. Like, how many plates can you spin in the air? They just, it just, it, it irks me that Mickey Rourke can do a movie like The Wrestler. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Nominated for an Oscar and do all of the heavy lifting that that movie is. And that's the reason that he got this movie, right? Right. Because, like, mm-hmm. that movie brought him back into the conversation. He was nominated for an Oscar. I was like, wow. He's yep. super ripped. He actually did try to go pro wrestling at one point, so it was super meta for him to do that movie. His yep. his face is permanently damaged from it. Right. Like, you know, so he's all weathered and beat up and like, we're gonna make a character for him in the MCU. And yep. I was like, oh shit, first of all, it has a name, MCU. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I'm all jazzed about it. And then they give him that, you know? Yeah. And they give him some quality beats, but they but they actually don't. And they don't pay off his storyline. And his ending is so dumb. Blech. Blech. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's terrible. It does. It does. It is not an ending or uh, uh, an arc befitting the man. No, you we know? we had just we had just prior to this movie really taken in that he was a '90s heavy hitter and he still can do it. Yep. And then they threw yep. him that. You could have put anybody in that track. Anybody. Yeah, it's I mean it's a problem that comes up again and again with the villains in the MCU, you know. Yeah. And they always just have to like sort of have a thing for Tony. You know, instead of like something that you could really you I don't know, there's so much more. There's just so much more that you could dive into instead of like, oh, somebody's mad at the billionaire genius playboy philanthropist. Well, and do you know what's funny? I think this is why people really connected with Nebula. Right. Nebula is complicated and oh, yeah. interesting. And then oh, they yeah. and then they introduce they they make Nebula that has changed confront Nebula from her past. Like she's the Beautiful. only MCU villain that has had a substantial arc. Granted, it's scattered across four films. Yeah. But like yeah, that sure. that as far as villains go, she's the most fleshed out. I mean oh, let's, definitely. I mean let's continue well, the rewatch and we'll see if that's true. That's what's what yeah. I remember. Yeah, but, I really, I really like Killmonger. Killmonger has a great motivation. Yeah, and we learn a lot about him, and and we care about him when we lose him. Yeah, for sure. That is a very healthy. For sure, but we would care about Nebula if we lost her. Yeah, we don't care when we lose twenty fourteen Nebula, do we? Though. No. We don't give a shit. No, it's new Nebula. We we like losing new Nebula was very threatening. Yeah. 
alas, there's there's room to grow. But we're just at the beginning of our journey, CJ. And I think it's so I funny. I think it's so funny that we had wildly different experiences with this movie. Yeah, yeah, from the jump. I mean, from, I saw it first time. I saw it. I loved it. I did not. I was like, really loved it because I loved I loved the original Iron Man so much. Oh, it's so good that when I saw it, and you know, it's, you know how passionate I am about a sequel. Oh sure, I am. This yeah, is the sure reason I'm passionate. Like, dude, we're 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 living here talking the reason I'm passionate about sequels. You know what yeah, I mean? That's, yeah, this this thing exists because because of I love your sequels love for sequel. Yeah, for the sequel. But like, I just could not get on board with this movie. But do you know what's funny? Let's see, because I also hated Iron Man three. And let's see. Let, let's continue on and see how I feel about that. I don't know. But we, we don't go to three yet. We go to Hulk the Incredible next. Hulk. Yeah, the, the Hulk, the Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah, Ed Norton Hulk. Got it. Yeah, and and a, and a one shot called the Consultant. Got it. That's right. I did a little bit of research about the one shots. Yeah. So yeah, I think the Consultant is might be the only one shot we need. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, they only did three, right? Uh, I think there's four or five, but okay. it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm I'm here for the Larorder. Right? The Larorder, man. So here's the thing. At this point in this universe, all I'm doing consistently is talking to you and forgetting my mic. So I'm just going to trust you <laughs> and you're, and you're going to take us there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, the, I'm the star of the show. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I, think, I think that at this point in time, since I am the star, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and call the break. <gasps> Perish the thought. Let's take a break. You know, Andrew, as much as doing these episodes takes away from my video game time, I do really enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking to you too, CJ. But you know what's missing? I wish there was a way for us to communicate with our 17 listeners. Oh, what if they were to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Icon or Ycon? That's a fantastic start. And you know what else they should do? They should take a minute to subscribe to us on all of their favorite podcast apps. Well, what are those iconic apps? I mean, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Amazon Music? Do they like bring it to your door? No, they do not. Oh, okay, good. Back to the show. And we're back. We are. But I didn't call us back. I should have called us back. Ah, uh, let's not get crazy. Okay, let's, okay, let's not let's not get crazy. Let's not, <laughs> let's not get ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm glad we took that little break. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm really glad you confronted me with your thoughts on the film. And I'm really glad that this was one of the rare occasions where – we didn't agree, and it was like exact opposite day for us. Uh, but I just feel like it is the movie bloated, is the movie thin, is the plot oversaturated, is the plot underdeveloped? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused, CJ, and I think we need to really just like all of this discussion needs to be focused through a prism, dragged against the wall, and into some ephemeral questions. Now is the time when we dive deep each week and tear apart the flick. This week for you it's Iron Man 2, but Andrew, these layers are too damn thick. There's so many plots going on. Pots and Ton Romanoff <laughs> Daddy issues and hammer and Congress. I don't know what's going on. So maybe I'll stop singing my song <laughs> and we'll just get on with the show. I mean. <laughs> So that was Tchaikovsky. He's Russian. Well done. There's also a Darren Aronofsky connection there. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yes. Black Swan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Black, know, Black Swan. I just, I don't know. Thank God there isn't a universe for Black Swan because I don't know how to talk about – I wouldn't know how to talk about that thing, man. That, that movie is a universe. What is happening? It's a lot to unpack. Movie. She's Holy perfect. Stromboli. She, they're both perfect. Yeah. I was perfect. It was so weird. I was like, oh my god. I mean <laughs> have, <laughs> having a career in the arts, I was like, is this what I look like? like that's, that's how I felt. I was like, yeah. I got to get out. 
I gotta yeah, get I was out. like, is this us? This is this is who we are. Hella traumatized. Um, but I digress. That ephemeral question song, what you listeners can't see is that CJ was so committed to that performance. That performance was in his entire body. The face energy, the the deep, manly, yet sensuous gaze from the eyes. Like he was really he was re- it was a treat for the ears and the eyes. I really appreciate that ephemeral question song, CJ. You, you are welcome, and I'm glad that uh, you only had eyes on me. <laughs> what worked for you about this movie? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that there's uh, – I, I was thinking about this question, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and I was like, oh, the pacing is good. But there's so many times where the pacing just like almost slows to a stop. There's a big sag like, in the middle. Oh, well, like the music is good. But there's like some weird there's some weird times where music is playing and it shouldn't be or there's not enough music. And so like, uh, yeah, but really what really works for me, honestly, is the introduction of the MCU's version of Howard Stark. Yes. I really, 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 really love John Slattery in the MCU. And I really love what he does in this film for Howard Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, in the, when we first meet, quote unquote, meet Howard Stark, he's like, a, he's a war profiteer. Uh, you know, he like, he, he helped create the atomic bomb. Uh, he was a dick to Tony. John Slattery's performance and the way that they sort of wrote the character and crafted his story and really started to like, you know, like take it off from here. Like the agent Carter series, you know, sort of like was a nice bedrock that they threw underneath this thing. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And I think that, you know, John Slattery in, in any role, he always brings a really human component. Mm -hmm. And for me, that human component and the humanizing of Howard Stark is what, what worked the most for me in this movie. Um, Yeah. What worked for you the most? So it's funny. um, I thought the world building was nice. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I didn't think that all of these new people that I will grow to love over the next 10 or so years, uh, I don't think it was the most efficient introduction for all of them. No. But too much. So you're saying there was too much story? I didn't say that at all. You're saying uh, there's too much happening? No, what I said was What well what I said was What I said was I didn't think the new characters were introduced efficiently. So there was too much happening. No, 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 no. I'm gonna repeat myself one last time. What I said was the new characters weren't introduced efficiently. I didn't say there was too much happening. I actually think nothing happens in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sticking to it. So but you're I, saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. no I, I, hear, I, absolutely, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's, because, it's not efficient. No, it's not efficient. It's not but, efficient in the writing or anything. But the Howard Stark retcon is very good. Yeah. Um, the Natasha-Nick Fury dynamic is very good. Seeing Howard talk to Phil. That's exactly how they would speak to each other. No question. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was, that was very good. So we do get to, we get a glimpse of this sprawling universe. Tony that talked out to, to great. Who did I say? You said Howard. Howard. I meant Tony. Watching, okay, great. Watching Tony talk to Phil, like when he's like, I need a coffee. And he's like, I'm not here for that. <laughs> okay. uh, it was because I, you know, I stand Agent Coulson. I love that character and I love Plucker's sure performance. You sure He's do. So and we, as we all do. As we, as all, we do. all do. Yeah. yeah, he captured our hearts, really. No question. Uh, but yeah, I think the world building aspect of it is great. I also love how they introduce War Machine. So they pay off a beat from the previous movie. Yep. Next time, baby. Yeah. And, and I loved that they start with the tension of Tony Stark being so powerful and the tension it creates within the government. Right. I love that they start that thread and that is going to be something that continues to be part of the conversation until infinity war. Right. Until, until yeah. the actual stakes go beyond a government interference, you know, yeah. 
No, it's 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 you're absolutely right. The the Sokovia Accords, you know, it, it all their, roots from here. It's have so. their roots here, no question. Um, yeah, and I think you know the, there's also something about this movie. You know, you mentioned the government and and Tony Stark's sort of involvement in it. You know, with Iron Man, we we sort of had like like a post nine eleven you know comment on the military, and I think in this one. I would have liked to have seen them explore a little bit more about government oversight and how dangerous it can be. Absolutely. You know, I would have liked to have seen that too. Yeah. But there's just no time. No, it's not enough time because there's it's too no much story. Agreed to disagree. Close to admitting it. You were so close. <laughs> so close. I almost had you. I almost had him guys. I almost had him. What didn't work? for you about this movie well, there's too much happening there's too <laughs> fucking characters man there's just way too many characters there's way too many storylines happening um you know i think when we go back and we listen to this episode we'll see that we were probably saying the same thing differently yeah probably right? the more i think the more i think about it like i'm like yeah. okay yeah yeah and i think for me like it, it just really didn't work it was like so many times where we were about to do something really great we would cut away from a story because we had to go build this other story. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could think of like specific examples. I should have written them down, but there were so many times where it was like, like, like at the dance, right. When you walk over, I, I don't know how many people experience this in junior high, but like you walk over and like, you're about to like ask the girl to dance and like her friend pulls her away. Yeah. You know, like that's what I felt like when I was watching this movie. It was like, oh, wait, we're going to like learn a little bit about Ivan. Oh, no, we have to go deal in like Tony's falling in love with Pepper. No, we're not. Like, oh, okay, now we're like Tony and Pepper, like really starting to figure it out. Oh, no, no, now Don, now, now War Machine, uh, 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 Rhodes is still in the suit. You know, it's like there was so much of that in this movie where it, like it just, there wasn't time to breathe and like develop and, you know, well, be and, in things. And also, do you know it was super strange? Was that they had that scene of Pepper and Natasha fighting? Which, oh my god! Yeah, when she's like, "I'm on to you." Ever since you got here, and then the next time you see Natasha, she's working for Pepper, like chilling together. It makes yeah. no sense. And and the Tony Natasha weird sexual. I I would do whatever I wanted with whoever I wanted to do it with. It's like what? What are you saying? This is what so is happening. What are you? doing i do love that pepper says like she's she's a very expensive lawsuit waiting to happen <laughs> that was a, that was a, ahead of its time yeah, yeah it's a very good line pepper was like this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> we do get happy hogan's you know he's a, he's a he has a box he's a boxer in the comics so that was that was nice but yeah what was your biggest stink in the in the film uh, i talked about it a little bit it's just that everything got sorted out quickly even natasha and uh, Pepper's conflict, like right. one scene that lasted one scene. Yeah. Uh, it's just also Phil. Again, Phil. I love Phil. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He talks no. to him twice, and he's like, "I've been reassigned." I was like, "The fuck is happening?" Yeah. No, I'm, I'm here to introduce you to Chris Hemsworth. That's why yeah. I'm here. Ridiculous, and he was so he his introduction was so important in Iron Man. Right. You know, that reveal at the end was so good. And so him being in those three scenes was such a letdown. But maybe that's just my own personal feelings about Phil. I really well, no, just, it's it, it's true. It's when you're going to introduce, and that's what I'm saying. Like you needed Iron Man 2.5 or like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the movie, right? Like, yeah. You have to, you, uh, yeah, too much happening. It was way too much. Not enough development. It was way too much. I'll say it. Thank you. I win. It was way too much, and 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 honestly, the only reason I'm owning it right now is because, in an organic conversation, I agreed with you. I was just there like, it was go. way Look too much. That. Yeah, and then I was Look like, I have that. to, yeah, I have to clock that. That yeah, I can agree with you. There was a lot <laughs> happening. I, I I will stick to the fact that core plot points made for a very thin overall story. Yeah. Yeah, no, two and two is too easily resolved. So I one hundred percent agree with you there. So as well. they they just they would they would just fast forward to the finish line. War Machine's death is is abhorrent. Like they also like that power entrance with the two but not Ivan's, War Machine whip Whiplash's death. Sorry, guys, Andrew's okay. I just I yeah, want to really know. I don't he's know what's okay. wrong with he's, me. He's just having a night. Yeah, <laughs> I keep saying the wrong name. Um, <laughs> I'm so weird. 
But so, uh, Whiplash's death is abhorrent. Like, it's so sad. Yeah. Why is he holding them? He can just he can just snap their necks. Like, just do it. Yeah, just, just do it. it yeah, it's, and, and put your helmet on. And, and also, he's watching them warm up their hands. Yeah, and talking to each other. Yeah, I mean, he can't hear them, but like he's there's enough time has passed for him to figure. He's a smart man. Yeah, it's stupid. He's a smart man. It's stupid. Um, you know, the NYPD just comes in and takes Hammer. Just take the NYPD. Yeah, the NYPD. We've involved. We've involved the NYPD. The defense contractor, sure. Yeah, and and he's just not the FBI. And when did he become so misogynistic? No, honey, don't do that. Like he didn't talk to the reporter like that. Like no, no, he was very, very kind and considerate and gentlemanly. All of a sudden, he became that guy. So we yeah, no, it's it's a mess. The movie's a mess. Yeah, it's really so. I still like it, but it's a mess. Yeah. Does it make your Desert Island top five. Um, I'm gonna uh, no. It does not. <laughs> it does not. And I hate that it doesn't because I love Iron Man. I know it makes me sad. Love Iron Man. I love Tony Stark. I love Pepper Potts. But I just don't. I this is movie is just not good enough. I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. You know, there's okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of warts. You know, and you don't get you don't you don't get to say I love it warts and all. It's like I love yeah, no. it and I don't love it. No, so, it's messy. Ew, yeah, it's, it's messy. Yeah, I'll say this. Okay, it does not make my desert island top five, but it does make my messer island top five. <laughs> 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 Ooh, we have a new category, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. All right. Bonus question. You ready? I think so. Punch up. Fix the movie. You get one shot. They're like, rewrite one part of this movie. What do you do? I am not throwing away my shot. I would eliminate War Machine. Okay. Take Rhodes out of the equation. Then we have Ivan and his dad, Tony and his dad, Pepper and Shield. Okay. If we don't have War Machine in this film, we can eliminate the Demon in a Bottle storyline, right? So it's just about the daddy issues. The daddy issues that are resolved by Shield, right? And resolving the daddy issues with Shield allows him to truly fall in love with Pepper. We can introduce Howard through Anton and show that he started S.H.I.E.L.D. And we can just focus on Ivan being the villain. I still have the hammer problem. Um, I'm going to need two. I'm going to need to eliminate hammer and war machine. Well, I eliminate the war machine. So if I eliminate war machine, I don't need hammer in the movie. So, do you know what's crazy? Tell me. My punch-up is to make the movie about the conflict between him and Ivan and their fathers. There it is. Yeah, and just remove the military government element because that's a different yeah. movie. That's literally what I wrote in my notes. But it's a different movie. Th- but that's I really want to see Mickey Rourke. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah, kind of no, and, wanna... and the opening sequence kind of told me I was going to see that movie. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's this whole other movie happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. That, For sure. You're, I'm sorry. That is the the hammer and the war machine and the government interference plot is a whole movie. It muddies it. It muddies this movie. This is just like Iron Man 2, then Iron Man 2 and a half. You know, and you could even like fucking throw that Iron Man 2 and a half and, and squish that roadie hammer thing with Iron Man 3. Well, and, and honestly, right? here's the thing. Since we're doing punch-ups and rewrites, and this is our personal yeah. writer's room, I think it's actually more powerful if we introduce Iron Man in movie one. We have Iron Man face a worthy adversary that's a ghost from the past in part two, and it's the adversary that says the government needs to intervene that sets up that plot thread. Love it. That's a cleaner trajectory. Yep. Love it. And it works fantastically. 
it's fascinating is MCU really rebounded from what is essentially the core DCU problem. Yeah, for sure. They really rebounded really well. For sure. Yeah, and the writing got better. It did. It did. Um, what's your special award? Well, my special award for Iron Man 2 is um, we don't need more cowbell. Like at the end of this film, we've got fucking flying Iron Man <laughs> drones everywhere. We've got so many fucking characters smashed into one. How like, did he build those? How did he build those? Like, and like you said, how did Justin Hammer not notice them? Um, yeah, there's just way, way too much cowbell in this film. You know, trust, trust your actors, trust your director. You know, I understand that you want to like, build a universe and do all the things, but like you, they could have afforded a little bit more patience just for the sake of Iron Man two all's well that ends well hindsight's 2020, but we don't need more cowbell. No, that's, that's very good. It's a very good award. Yeah. Normally I'm like more cowbell. Yeah. You know, cowbell man is my favorite Mets mascot, but we just didn't need it here. Um, I am, eager and i know the folks at home are as well to hear what your special award is my special award is the runtime award (laughs) because go on go on you have two hours and five minutes you have all of these stars you have a huge budget yep And you managed to give me not enough substance in those two hours. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that – I'll say it again. Core story solved in 20 minutes. That is yep. 20 minutes of movie stretched across two hours that's filled with what? Stuff. Stuff. People that are – people I'm going to care about later, right? Stuff. I'm not worried about later. I'm worried about right now. And We're right now. now, what I'm seeing is a hot mess of a movie. Yeah, I mean, this is what, 2010? Like, how much money did I spend to see this in the theaters? Like, a good 17, 18 bucks, man. Yeah, what's happening? What, what's, what am I doing here? Yeah, what's going on? It's just. I mean, shitty popcorn at Lincoln Square. Like, come on. It's just so weird. It's so weirdly assembled. And mm. then the payoff is crazy. Why is Rhodey on that roof? What's, why is he there? Why? And he, he was there first? When did they see him there? Like, when. Uh, like, and, How did and, they and, land there? And he flew like 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 Iron Man left to go get Pepper, right? Did he leave right after? He would have had to have left right after and followed him. How did that even it, happen? Yeah. Why is he there? There's just so much stuff that's so strange. And I get it so that they were strange that they were trying to do a whole like big finish scene, you know. And also, they didn't do. Don Cheadle any favors beyond mm-hmm. that entrance line. That entrance mm-hmm. line was so good and we got no quality roadie. We get quality mm-hmm. roadie later. Boom. Like you're recasting a main character and then you just don't do anything with him. You're like, well, it's him now. Yeah. No. And, and give him half a storyline. I just, yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> Is this movie an icon or a Y-con? Unfortunately, it, it is it is an iconic trilogy um, because of the first film mm-hmm. in an iconic universe. But I think it's a Y-Con. I think that it doesn't have enough good or enough bad. It's just kind of like, meh, Iron Man 2. You did a lot of things. You did too much. You didn't do enough for me to put you in icon status here. I think it's a Y-Con for me. History will remember Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark slash Iron Man from his participation in the Avengers films. Right. Like the the first one, the first one launched all of this, but we are not going to get people quoting Iron Man two and three. No, no, you barely remember them. They're just, they're just not as memorable. No, I'm like firmly in the third place of the Avenger trilogies. Firmly. Yeah. No argument can be made to move it up. Yeah, no. Once, once Ragnarok happened, no argument can be made to move it up, I don't think. Yeah, no, 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 because the, the, the writing just improved. 
Yeah. They really cracked their formula. And this was just while they were still figuring it out. And it's good for what it is, but it, it's absolutely a Wicon. It's just not yeah. it's just not strong. It's training wheels. Yeah, it's, it's just not strong. You know what I think is interesting, though? At the end of the day, Captain America's solo outings aren't strong until they become team-up movies. Yeah, I mean, well, the second two are team-up movies. Yeah, Winter, Winter Soldier yeah. and Civil War are kind of just Avengers movies. Yeah, no, they're Avengers light, for sure. Like, but they're in the Captain America trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, which is brilliantly, which is brilliant marketing. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember when Civil War came out, I was like, this is an Avengers movie. This is an Avengers movie. This is Avengers Civil War. Yeah, it's not a Captain America movie by any stretch. No, no. no. I mean, Sharon Carter may have a bigger role in that movie than Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Carter. What's happening? I don't What's know. What's happening, Sharon? What are you doing? I don't is know. Is that really you or are you a scroll? What's going on? I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I need to know. I need to know. I got to catch up on Loki too. My God, I'm so behind. Oh, Loki's so good. Yeah. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. We're, we're three episodes in at this point to Loki and I'm I'm over the moon. Love it. It's, Tom it's, Hiddleston, great stuff. It's style. delightful. Again, again, it's 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 scratching me in that WandaVision place. It's like, oh, it's really interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah, cool. Yeah, take or, your time. Take your time. Yeah. Tell the story right. Please. And thank you. All right, CJ. Well, we did it. What is what is the next step in our journey? Remind the listeners. All right. The next film in the LaRorder, it's got such a nice ring to it, is <laughs> Hulk. I think it, – is it just called Hulk or is it called The Incredible Hulk? Hulk is the Ang Lee one. What the hell is that movie called? The Incredible Hulk starring No, James it's The Spader. Incredible. I have it backwards. I have it backwards. The Incredible Hulk is the Marvel one. Hulk is the Ang Lee one. Okay, so The Incredible Hulk starring James Spader. James Spader? It's not James Spader. No, it might as well be. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not, it's not Mark Ruffalo. So no, the Hulk. it's not. I know. But we will also be including, if you're watching along at home, you have to watch The Consultant. Because if you recall, at the end of Iron Man 2, they say, we don't want Tony Stark, but you can be a consultant. Yeah. This is why Iron Man 2 must be watched before James Spader's Hulk. Got it. It's not James Spader. No, it's Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying James Spader. Hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And for those of you out there listening, it's never been a prerequisite to watch the movies along with us. But I think because this is a unique LaRorter, and I think we're going to try and make the LaRorder a thing. And so I'm going to encourage you to watch them in this order with us and then listen to the episodes. I think you'll have a more enjoyable experience. I know. I know. I know. Could you enjoy us more? The answer is yes. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's totally possible. So watch along with us because I keep hearing – and do you get this from friends? Be like, oh, I can't listen. I haven't watched the movie. And I've always been like, you don't have to. Just listen to us. We're fun. Now I'm saying watch the movie. Watch the movie. You have to watch the movie. (laughs) I love it. Uh, All right. Well, we did it for Icon or Wicon. I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. I'm CJ LaRoche. And we'll MCU. (laughs) Next time. Next time. (laughs)